Welcome to the Lords of Lombok's Renzi Cup Price Top 10 for the week ending uh, July 30th. Your man Tivo just came back from the dentist about uh, three hours ago and half his mouth is still numb. So we are going to go do this. Why are you guys congregating? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so uh, this is per uh, my man uh, JB's request. So uh, here you go. You know what it is. You know what it is. Thank you, brothers. Laura, it was good.
Hey guys, welcome on in. Uh, we have a good, a good list, a solid one. We are missing Gabe, but the rest of us are here. So hopefully you guys will enjoy what we have coming up. JB, say what's good. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the top 10 list. We're going to go quick. We're going to bam, 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 bam. We got the top 10 plus one. So comment your favorite cover on the comments after the show. We may have something special for you next Thursday. I don't know. No promises. Stick around for that. Take it. it Devo, what do we got? As always, so brought to our friends from CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Also, Bird City Comics use discount code of LOTLB to use 15 get 15 percent. If I speak slower, then my mouth will work with <laughs> the the numbness. But you know, don't that bite your cheek. Oh, that's the worst. But uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. As always, there's a runner up. What do we have for this week's runner up? All right, I guess I got the runner up. Yeah, we should have done an over under on San Diego Comic Con related, right? It's covers. they're still yeah. going strong, yeah. Right? I mean, what? Yeah, quick over under on San Diego Comic Con. Someone to calculate that in chat. Okay, the runner up for the show. We've got Transformers issue number one from 2023, San Diego Comic Con, the black and white. Now, surprisingly, the colored counterpart for this book is building a real divide between the two versions. Often, it's the black and white variant that sees heavier attention, as many often equate that choice of color palette with rarity. But dang, that color does pop, right? This was a highly sought-after book during San Diego Comic-Con, thanks to the ever-expanding universe that Robert Kirkman birthed with the debut of Void Rivals and the inclusion of a freaking Transformer. Now, we tracked 10 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 181% with a high sale of $256 for a near-mint plus raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of 200 bucks. Very cool. Number one, the black and white variant. Just, I mean, the last few weeks, I've been saying, I like the color one better. Which one do you like? Good question. I think I would go color too. You like the colored? I think the colored one's better. I like the colored one better. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I definitely. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's on here or not, but uh, we shall see. So, uh, number one, Transformers, the black and white uh, San Diego Comic Con uh, variant. What do we have for number 10? All right. Slight spoiler alert here if you guys haven't watched the series, but here we go. Number 10 is Meet the Scrolls, number one from 2019. If you haven't completed the critically debated, Disney Plus Secret Invasion series, here's a fair warning that spoilers are ahead. Gia plays a central role in the progression of the series. Additionally, her character is played by superstar Amelia Clark. There was tons of buzz about what the future of this character would be and how it would play out in the series. Out of all the rumors that were floating around, none of them revolved around Gia becoming a super scroll. Hundreds of articles, okay, maybe tens of, discuss her powers and abilities compared to other Avengers. Has Gia become the strongest character in the MCU? Even if she isn't, her longevity in the MCU has been cemented, and fans are ready to collect her first appearance. We tracked 17 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 126%, with a high sale of $130 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw near-mint fair market value of $14. bucks. right, I hold on. Before we even go there, that was the worst finale to a Disney series ever. Yeah. Really? My kid yeah. wrote a better finale than that. 
That was, it was bad. horrible. And just Indeed. exactly as you said, have they created the strongest character alive? You're talking about all the names that were in that list. If she truly create holds all the powers of all those characters, come on, Disney, what yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? It was a, definitely well, a disappointment, especially if you guys have read the series. It's like you're, I don't know. I, well, I, this, I mean, the series is much more is much bigger than the show. I mean, they never promised the, the show finale was, was garbage. A, the series was uh, fine up until the finale. Yeah. They no, shit yeah, no, bed when it came to the finale. I didn't even like it prior to that. Dang, I would hate it. I, I liked it. <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, here's the thing about especially Marvel properties. I mean, people really build them up with theories and you know and you know and predictions and what's going to happen when they don't come through they said that sucked you know what i mean yeah set, set your level of expectation and you know and you'll be great you know um you know there was some it's definitely worth watching like i always say what are you gonna watch law and order come on now hey yeah and i, I agree with you hey, too for the most part whoa. i'm usually like oh it was great but this one i just i love amelia clark and i think they could have done a lot more with that with her in general what do we think the best Disney series has been so far? WandaVision, hands down. Really? Yeah, I think I actually agree with that. WandaVision mm -hmm. was freaking phenomenal. Trying yeah. to think what else was on. Um, the first Loki was was phenomenal. Yeah, that was wacky. By the way, the new trailer for Loki came out. If you haven't seen it, it looks pretty cool. So, uh, Ooh, I have it. Definitely worth watching. Speaking of things people should watch, uh, first of all, <laughs> I want to thank Miss Laura for um, getting me uh, this book, um, it's a oh. Doctor Strange book, and you undo yeah. it here, and all the secrets of the, and you just write down what you want to write down. So when I forget about stuff, I can write it down on here, and she Evo. got me this birthday. This is, I'm just throwing this out there. And the next time you go to a con, use that to get sketches in. Have them skip every couple that of pages. That would be so cool. For your 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 sketches that are done by the artist, I have one of these started. Uh, shout out to Hey Yo C Woodard from the Comic Core who gave me this fantastic idea. He brings a book to each con, and it get you know you end up getting that that artwork done by the uh, artist. Pretty expensive, man. That could be uh, pretty expensive. While you but over, over the years, you end up with something that is just so truly unique. I'll make them all do a Doctor Strange sketch. That the point of that was for you to write your ideas down. But, right? Yeah. Thank you so much. That meant so much Doctor to me. Strange. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for all the birthday wishes. It really, it really meant a lot to me. Um, I've been going through some really tough times recently. And so, you know, there's just those little things makes things better. And I'm trying to get better. And so, um, whoa. Sorry. That was weird. Anyway. I'm back. Number 10. I don't want to get too sentimental on y'all, but uh, Meet the Scrolls is number one. Oh, by the way, the thing I saw, it's it's a Jackie Chan, John <laughs> Cena movie on Netflix. It was number one. It charted number one Ooh. on the list. When I, was it no a movie idea. or was it a, the other thing? It's a movie. On, uh, okay. It's a movie. It's on Netflix well, right now. I don't now. know. I just want to know. It if came I out in 2019 and not, I was like, know? How come I never heard about this? It's it's you know go peep it out. It, it starts off serious at first, and then it ends up being like a you know the typical Jackie Chan American, like Shanghai Nights and Rush Hour, but not quite as good, but still pretty cool because of the the fighting stunt scenes and everything else. You're on Greyjoys on it from Game of Thrones, so uh, peep it out, man. It's pretty good. It, it kept me entertained. All right. So uh, All right. speaking of entertaining, what do we have for number nine? All right, now from this point on, we're gonna be streamlined. I swear. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, Laura. At so number nine. Is what it's called. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> At number nine, the Amazing Spider-Man issue number 25, the J. Scott Campbell 2023 San Diego Comic-Con photo booth secret variant limited to 2000. How can we keep it tight with titles this long? This is ridiculous. What an interesting <laughs> book. This issue was long advertised to be the big reveal of what happened between MJ and Peter. The story takes you through a roller coaster of emotions and is done quite well. However, most of this series issues remain at FMV, while some re retailer incentives have even dropped in value. Well, why is this particular issue so valuable and desired? Uh, J. Scott Campbell is one of the most prominent artists in the comic industry. His covers are already highly collectible, let alone being a convention exclusive with a secret reveal. Additionally, this book was limited to, you know, a sizable 2,000 copies. Once these start hitting CGC, it'll be interesting to see how many 9.8s will be selling at a premium. I'm just saying. For now, we track 22 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 107% with a high sale of $150 for a near-mint raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $101. This is a fun one. It's a fun cover. Yeah. ASM 25, Jake Scott Campbell, photo booth secret variant amended to 2000. King of the Golden State is 0 for 3. Whoa. What, what is going on in this world? Damn. Damn. <laughs> James, what's happening, brother? All right. What do we have for number eight? Number eight, we have Spawn number one, the Puppeteer Lead 2023 San Diego Comic Con exclusive from Image. Once again, Spawn makes it to the top. And wait, your eyes do not deceive you. This is an entirely new cover. Spawn number one is already one of the best-selling comic books in history, as we readily see every time we feature it on our top lists. Puppeteer Lee delivered an epic remastered cover of Spawn, and it took off at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. We tracked 26 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 95%, with a high sale of $275 for a CGC 9.8, and a current raw near mint fair market value of $95. Uh, Spawn number one, the Puppeteer Lee 2023 SDCC variant. I remember last week uh, or when this popped up on the list, we were still debating what <laughs> if Puppeteer was it truly a name or what was it? You know what I'm I mean? I'm going to look I mean, it up. I'm going to find out. No, it's, it was the artist's name. It said, yeah, it's their name. I mean, I don't know if it's their real name, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know. Shout out to mm -hmm. his parents for calling him Puppeteer. I don't know if it's good or bad, to be honest with you. So, it's an right, interview with Lee Shock Quinn, and then in parentheses, it says Puppeteer Lee. Yeah, there you go. yeah, definitely for American people, they he probably said just call him Puppeteer. There you yeah. go. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, we'll have number seven. All right, come on, man, check out this cover <laughs> <laughs> at number seven. Biker Mice from Mars, issue number one, originally published in 1993. Let's rock and ride. If you're a 90s kid, you grew up in an age of anthropomorphic heroes. Mighty Ducks, SWAT Cats, Street Sharks, Extreme Dinosaurs, and of course, Biker Mice from Mars. The Biker Mice are making a return to the new age thanks to none other than Ryan Reynolds. The hype is real. 
Fans are picking up copies of this first issue to refresh their memories. We tracked 17 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 173% with a high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a current raw, very fine fair market value of 20 bucks. So Ryan Reynolds is making a movie or a show or an animated yeah. show. Or just has he's voicing Maybe it. he's doing an animation. I don't know. I think animated would probably be better for you know you know bikers. You know, plus it you know depending on how bad the animation level is. Uh, my apologies to James. He's three for yeah, five. I must have been looking at somebody else Woo! that was over three. So uh, now you're just showing off. Jeez. All right. Number seven, <laughs> biker mice from Mars. Number one, nine. A CGC 9.8 so for $300. What do we have for number six? All right, cruising along. Number six, The Incredible Ooh. Hulk. Number two, the Lionel Francis U 1 in 25 from 2023. Here's an interesting addition to our list. The Incredible Hulk number two was released this pack past week and quickly became a top-selling comic. But why? Well, this issue is a key issue with the first appearance of Sister Sadie. Sister Sadie is depicted as this zombie corpse cult leader in a remote town. Following a series of misfortunes, Sadie has her followers sacrifice Bruce on an altar. Unfortunately for her, she realizes that she has encountered a fractured son, quote unquote. Bruce transforms into Hulk and the rest is left to the next issue. The story is well written and the artwork is phenomenal. The debut for this villain was quite strong, enough for fans to begin collecting the retailer incentive of her first appearance. We tracked 43 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 86%, with a high sale of $79.19 for a near mint raw copy and a current near mint fair market value of 52 bucks. I like this. This is fun. We're getting excited about a new villain. Cool yeah. Incredible Hulk number two, uh, one in 25 variant from Francis Yu. I'll try to say his first name. How do you say it? I think it's Lionel. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Um, ever since the reboot of Hulk, what? Reboot of Hulk, maybe. Immortal Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hulk's been hot. Hulk Prior Hulk. to that, he they didn't know what to do with them, but you know, you know, it's good to see the Hulk smashing shit again. You know, um, and they had this whole crazy backstory about how he is his whereas he it's not just oh I was shot by gamma rays and now I have powers. No, it went way way darker and it became more of a horror type book. So uh, there you go. So Incredible Hulk number two, the U variant. 25 variant coming in number six halfway day boys and girls uh, man this book is still on here all right next up we've got spider-man 2099 issue number one originally released in 1992 now there is no special 2023 san diego comic-con re-release of this issue there is no new information about miguel or beyond the spider-verse spider-man 2099 is just that cool he was cool this whole time. Although this book sometimes falls a few spaces, it always bounces back up and remains a consistent member of our top 10 and runner-ups. We track 38 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 105% with a high sale of $189 for a CGC 9.8 and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $21. You're muted, TiVo. It's relatively right in my book. Here. It's <laughs> relatively easy to get this in a 9.8 because, like I always said, these hard stock covers either 9.8 or they're not. But uh 
seems pretty low price too i guess you know i mean get them now i mean he's been affordable in... man you should have this book if you're interested well it's a huge print run reason. too it's not yeah, like it's a huge print run. Yeah. yeah it's a huge print run but uh right, what's interesting. Next? hey the one that we were talking about earlier what do we have for number four yeah here we go transformers number one again this is a san diego comic-con exclusive but the colored version the bridge between the transformers and gi joe has been created in void rivals number one with the Transformers now in a shared universe, the Autobots are in a good place for renewed interest in the property. The release of Transformers Beast Wars has also sparked even more interest in the robots in disguise. What makes this issue so unique? Well, fans received a treat with the release of an exclusive San Diego Comic-Con cover. Within days, this book became a highly coveted collector's item. We tracked 45 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 104% with a high sale of $125 for a raw copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of 85 bucks. Yeah, this one's yeah. cool. I like the color. Transformers I want one. this book. Raw yeah. dogs from 125. The color, the colored version is so much, so much better. I'm sorry. I yeah. just, you know, okay. you can see the details and everything, you know, sometimes black and white sketch are better, but in this case, in my opinion, the colored one looks far superior. All right. Here's a surprise one. What do you have for number three? All right. No, well, if you know, you know. Next up, Daredevil issue number 14, originally published in 2016. While Daredevil issue number 11 is the first appearance of The Muse, this issue is the first cover appearance of the villain. Additionally, this copy is moving at about the same FMV as the first appearance for a near-mint raw copy. We tracked 22 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 223% with a high sale of 30 bucks for a near-mint raw copy and a current near-mint fair market value of $25. If it's you don't wicked. know what the news is, stay tuned. Ooh. So it's just because of a new character in the comics, right? A new villain? Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of Marvel shows that are, you know, disappointing people or whatever, I believe starting with Daredevil, they're going to make them like something like 16 or 18 episodes long, uh, continuing the story. Um, that's, that's, you know, so maybe that will you know, be able to give more storytelling because some series are only six episodes, some are eight, uh, you know, and, you know, they're typical 30, 40 minutes long, but I think Daredevil, they're going to spend their time on, you know, and, and get make sure they get it right. Um, you know, Charlie Cox is going to kill it. You got, you know, Punisher is going to be in it. You got, you know, Kingpin's going to be in it. It's going to be dope, I think. So number three in the list uh. is Daredevil number 14. What do you have for number two? Ooh, this Whoa. is neat. Okay, number two, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham, number one, the Ash Can that came out in 2023. While this series doesn't release for another couple of months, fans of The Dark Knight can preview the story with this one per store Ash Can. Gargoyles of Gotham will be Raphael Grandpa's DC's first writing debut. The series is touted to explore the darkest side of Batman. According to the synopsis, Batman has chosen to kill off his alter ego and embrace being Batman full time. This leads to a confrontation with an all new rogues gallery of deranged villains. It looks like a wild ride is in store and everyone is seeking a sneak peek into the storyline. We tracked 50 copies sold at a seven day trend of 152% with a high sale of $90 for a near mint plus raw copy 
and a current raw near mint fair market value of $35. Mm, digging a cover too, though. The cover looks dope. The way he's, you know, over sitting there over the thing. Um, yeah. Raphael Grand Grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa's. I don't know if it's Grandpa or Grandpa. A grandpa. grandpa. It's got a little arrow pointing up. So, grandpa. 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 All we'll right. see how he writes. Yeah. So, all right. Batman Gargoyle of Gotham number one, the Ash Can variant, uh, Near Mint plus Raw Dog for 90 Bones. Good Lord. All right. What could be number one? Yeah, we had, oh. This hasn't been number one in a while. All right, everybody. Shout out to the 120 strong in the live chat. We really do appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. If you're enjoying tonight's show, take a moment to hit that thumbs up. Make sure you are heading over to Nearing Nerd Vana right after this. Laura is going to be going live like as soon as I finish this read. So are you guys <laughs> ready for number one? Here we Let's go at number one daredevil issue number 11 originally published in 2016 every week we see the power of rumors and speculation on the value of books daredevil is not immune to these swings in the market with the release of daredevil born again on the horizon rumors are beginning to circulate one of the biggest rumors was the reveal of one of the series villains the muse the Muse is a sadistic and deadly villain who uses his victim's body parts <laughs> to create his deranged forms of art. Damn. This rumor, if true, confirms two things. First, the Disney Plus series will remain faithful to the tone of the Netflix series. After all, the Muse is a truly demented and brutal killer. Second, the series would see Wilson Fisk running for mayor. The Muse's second run-in with Daredevil was during the election of Wilson Fisk and during the anti-visual antism rhetoric that Fisk was using to win over the public. Until the rumor is confirmed, fans will just have to have fun speculating on Daredevil's return. We tracked 22 copies sold at a seven-day trend of three. 163% with a high sale of $66 for a near mint plus raw copy and a current raw near mint fair market value of $29. Wow. Daredevil number 11, Woo! $66 for a raw dog plus a, a seven day trend of 366, 63%. That is nuts. So I love it. That's such cool. Speculation. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see if it pans out, man. So uh, there you go, boys and girls. That is your cover price top 10. Laura, man. any last words? Uh, yeah. So guys, right after this, the girls and I are covering Transformers. So if you're a Transformers Ooh. fans, we're going to be Come hitting on. up all those books. And also this Friday, we are going to be launching our World Tree number five by Will Shrikey. It is a sick cover. If you haven't seen it already, it's it's intense. So make Text sure you're following us on IP. part of the text line on that? Text. Yes, you'll get, get an alert. You'll get an alert. If you get an alert, if you're a part of the text line, make sure you're part of that. I'll drop yeah. the number in the chat for everyone. All right. So leave a comment after this video post um, about your favorite cover, and we will do a drawing on Thursday for you to win that world tree. Or does know perfect. yet? Let's but we're giving perfect. it away, right? So uh, that's it. There. The irony of the show ending on me finally being able to speak because the numbness is is coming away. It's just. 
<laughs> it drips with irony. But uh, for Laura, JB, and our, our, ba- our boy Gabe, who couldn't make it today, peace out, everybody. See you on Thursday for the Shakers. And as always, keep digging in them long boxes.